All right, we back. This is Yeah, We Said It. I'm Cedric. I'm Donnell. And y'all already know what we're about to lay down. Uh, we're back from an unforeseen hiatus. Uh, lots of things have happened since our last episode almost two months ago. But unfortunately, we care about almost none of those things. Um, with that being said, we still here. 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 So let's jump into it, all right? Um, first thing on my list is uh, Alexander Dargopolov having wrist surgery. Uh, he said he's out for the remainder of 2018. Um, I don't know if there's a whole lot to say about that other than that just sucks for him. Yeah, like, it's not really going to have an impact on anything for real, for real, so. Yeah. Um, Hope he heals up soon and well. We have uh, David Ferrer on re- hashtag retirement watch. I've had him on retirement watch for the last couple of years because I've noticed the huge dip in results that he's had. But um, he's apparently now planning to call it quits uh, very soon. And this coming up U.S. Open may be his last major. Um, he's 36 years old and he has slipped well outside the top 50 in the rankings um, by his standards, his last decent season was 2015 when he went 55 and 16 with five titles. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So he, since then, he's gone 30, 36 and 22 and 24 and 21. Those are in 2016 and 2017, respectively. And uh, he's he was 9 and 15 heading into Toronto this summer. Um, so, yikes. Um I don't, I don't know. He's. I've been ready for him to hang it up for a while now. Yeah, I mean, I've kind of been over him. There was one year at a tournament where he like shoved one of the ball boys or linesmen or something, and uh, I've just, he's, yeah, I've been over him since then. So, but you know, hard worker and stuff, and yeah, he's had a good career, but he's out. Bye. Yeah, yeah, that's it for him. Um, we have this situation with Peng Shui. <laughs> um, so Peng Shui and her coach Bertrand Perre, I think is how you say that, uh, were both given a suspension for violation of tennis anti-corruption program after an investigation by the Tennis Integrity Unit. Uh, she was found to have used coercion and offered a financial reward and for, in return for her partner's agreement to withdraw from the Wimbledon 2017 Ladies Doubles event after the sign-up deadline. Uh, Peng Shui received a f- six-month ban, three months suspended, and her coach was given a three-month suspension. So then, after that news came out, shortly thereafter, uh, Alison Van Utvenk, who was the partner that Peng Shui wanted to withdraw, uh, posted on Twitter. And uh, she said she and her coach were stalked by Peng Shui, who wanted uh, Van Udvig to withdraw. Uh, Peng Shui wanted to play with Sonia Mirza. So uh, Van Udvig's coach, uh, Alan DeVos, went to the Tennis Integrity Unit, and the investigation began from there. Uh, so that's uh, kind of wild, something I don't think I've really heard of before right uh like super odd and i really had to like 
read through it to be like, what? Cause it was, yeah, because I, when I first heard about it, I didn't understand what the hell was happening at right. all. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? And then Peng Shui of all people, like... It's so random. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. But six months should be alright. I guess. <laughs> like, I don't think it's gonna make that much of a difference. I don't. Maybe in the locker room or something like that. But um, the doubles locker room. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we have the Davis Cup overhaul. I guess I'll read the facts about what exactly has happened with those changes. Um, the new competition will condense the world group to four rounds of two out of three set matches and one week in November at one location. Twelve participating countries will have the opportunity to host one of the preliminary rounds played in February used to determine spots in the final rounds. Uh, Final rounds will encompass 18 teams, including 12 preliminary round winners, the previous year's four semifinalist teams, and two wildcard teams chosen before the qualifying round. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas Andy Murray and Novak Djokovic have both stated their support of the changes, uh, Sasha Zverev and Luka Pui have said they will elect not to participate under the new format. Um, Nicholas Mahu, who's actually retiring this year, so I don't even know why he was asked about this, uh, was quoted as saying, the Davis Cup has died and a part of the history of our sport flew away for a handful of dollars. Um, The handful of dollars he is speaking of is... Three billion. I would love to see if I could hold three hundred, three billion dollars in my hand. Um, For real. So I don't know what he means by that. I, like I said, I don't know what he was asked. Um, but uh, I think most of it is pretty cool. I have an issue, but yeah. What do you I mean? agree. I think I think this is I think this is a great step forward. Finally, some kind of forward movement in tennis like the traditionalists are upset of course but like you can't grow the sport if you never change it and tennis has needed change for a very long time and i think davis cup is a perfect where perfect place to start with uh, some of these changes because it's been dead for a long time like Mm. a lot of a lot of the the top players don't play so nobody really even watches like it it needed a lot of help like anywhere is kind of skeptical about it but he says the all he says the players should get behind it and try to you know to try to make it work. Right. Um, Federer said he was uh, quiet about Davis Cup for a long time because he didn't know how to fix it. He knew there was a problem with it, but he you know he wasn't sure what to do with it. And he said you know he says he's willing to wait and see how it all plays out. Djokovic is all for it. Rafa is also you know behind it a lot. Um, he said Davis Cup has been struggling for years, and it's too too soon to say if it's a you know a bad bad uh, decision or not to, to change it like this. And um, he said he would have voted yes. Like, if he had a vote in the situation, he would have voted yes for the change. And I think um, a lot of the, I've seen a lot of the older players um, seem to be pretty, pretty okay with it. The younger ones, which surprised me, the younger ones are the ones who are kind of like really upset about it. <clears throat> like Felix, he um, he was upset. He was, you know, looking said he says he was looking forward to playing in front of his home crowd or whatever. And, you know, he might not get that chance anymore. But I mean, I think this is—I think this is a good way to go because I think it'll increase participation, and it'll, it'll 
increase fan engagement as well because the way they've had the Davis Cup ties and all that, like like right after the slams and stuff, people are tired, especially, you know, the people right. who go deep in those slams. They don't want to come fly, you know, to some an, another location like all across the world to try to play these these rubbers. So I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm very excited to see it. And I hope um, I hope it. It, I hope it is. I hope it's good. And I hope it does well, and I hope that they bring these changes to Fed Cup soon. Um. Yeah, I agree with that. My my only issue that I had was the scheduling, because um, it's still like that final part is in November, and uh, everybody's gonna be tired, right? Um. So I think that still doesn't completely solve the issue. I. I mean, I always said if they wanted to redo it and reschedule it, like put it in February after Melbourne because there's like a little downtime there. Um, And they did put the preliminary rounds there. Uh, I can see where it would be confusing trying to place it anywhere else other than in November for the final rounds because like, you know, then once the spring hardcore season and then it's like right into the clay and there's, there's not really a lot of downtime. It's pretty crazy after that. Right. Um, I don't know, but I just, I think at first the top players are going to be there because I mean, like, you know, just, just to say they were there, um, and be there in the initial year or whatever, when it starts next year. So, um, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. It's, it's worth a shot for sure. Yeah. The the original plan was to just have the, uh, the one week tournament, like at the end of the year. But, uh, like, nobody was really satisfied with that. So that's when they added the preliminary rounds in early in the year. And everybody seemed to be, you know, okay with that part. So we'll see how it goes. I think it it starts next year, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 2019. And it says it'll be in, the championship will be in November next year in Madrid or in France. So if they're they're in Madrid, they're definitely going to get Rafa. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, do you have anything else in the news? I don't. Uh, just the, um, this Serena controversy came up again about her kit from Paris. People on Twitter going crazy about the tournament, French Open tournament director saying, you know, she wouldn't be allowed to wear that again. I personally didn't give a damn what he was saying because she wasn't going to wear it again anyway. So, I mean... He really should could have just kept his mouth shut, but at the same time, he said it. Serena ain't worried about it. I don't know why everybody on Twitter tripping. Um, it really only looks like bandwagoners are tripping to me. Um, not people who actually pay attention to the sport, but rather just people who root for Serena and then like watch the ESPN highlight coverage after she wins or loses. Like those people, because uh, like. Mm, like the real fans Serena fans none of us gave a fuck she didn't give a fuck so like why are we like I, I, I don't know exactly. it, was just, it was just a lot of mess and uh, <laughs> I just I kept my, my mouth shut and my tweets down for it I was doing so well ignoring it until earlier today and it was on there really driving me crazy but she finally said what she had to say today right. and now hopefully everybody can shut the hell up I don't know. And then so I saw people like talking about it, like uh, she can't wear her superhero suit, and like 
I don't, it, I don't know. It was just really weird. Like, y'all know good and goddamn well she ain't gonna wear that suit no more. And exactly. Like, Go ahead. I don't know. I don't know. Everybody was talking about, like, how, you know, it was, you know, a compression suit and, like, help with the blood clots and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah, that's that's true and everything, but she hasn't worn that thing since. She's found other ways to deal with her, uh, her blood clots and all of that kind of stuff. And she's doing it. Like, she hasn't worn that suit since Paris. So, why are y'all tripping? Because they probably haven't seen her since Paris. Like, they, I don't know if they missed they missed everything after that. Like, the, she didn't make enough news coverage by losing or something and they didn't see it. I don't know. Like, that had to be, some of them, that had to be the last time they saw her for them to think about that that way. Too much. Or they're all just dumbasses. But anyway, um, are we ready to move into uh, the U.S. Open draws? Yeah. Okay, so let's start with the women. Um, we have, of course, Simona Holland as the number one seed. She opens versus Kaya Kanepi. Um, they've only had one meeting. Um which was actually kind of surprising to me, but it was a uh, 7-6 on the third for Hollip in 2014 in Dubai. So really no bearing on this match whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and Hollip has looked great this summer. I do not make that much of the loss in Cincy to Mertens because one, she was probably exhausted at that point. And, um, I mean, Elise Merchants is a good player. It's not like she just completely flopped, you know. Right. Or not Elise Merchants. I'm sorry, y'all. Kiki Burtons. Okay. Those names are wrong. Oh, yeah. Burtons. <laughs> <Kiki> Burtons. <laughs> they're both playing well and their names rhyme. Um, yeah, Burtons has been playing well all season for real. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it. first of all, it's amazing that Serena beat Burtons in her first tournament back. Let me just say that. Um, but, yeah, Burtons is, like, it, it takes a pretty good player to beat her these days. So, um, I don't make much of that loss. Hollip is looking really good. I'm actually, I'm pleasantly surprised because she's holding the number one ranking and it would be nice if somebody actually played like they were number one for a while. Right. Um, this section, however, is trash. Um, Serena and Venus are both here. Seated, what, 16 and 17? Yeah. Um, and so, somehow... Seeds 16 and 17 can meet in the third round. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know. It's just it's, Serena's draw is awful and Venus's draw is awful. Yeah, and, Venus gets DC champion Kuznetsova button round one. Danger, she, girl. You in danger. She, she could possibly get Georgie in round two. Danger. And then most likely Serena in round three. Um, and the winner of that would probably get Howard in round four. I mean, just good God Almighty. That draw yeah. is just... Uh, That's a lot um, down there. Yeah, Venus is definitely in danger. The, there, She's 5-5 five and five with Sveta head-to-head. She did win the last meeting. As you reminded me earlier, we were talking, thank you, because if I would have got on here and said that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Venus carrying a knee injury as well. Yeah, and she's really just not looked great the whole year. So... Um, uh, I mean, I'm not like rooting for her to lose, but no, 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 no way. 
But like, you know, if she just gets on up out of there and packs it up for the year, I'm not going to be super duper upset about it. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I'm still rooting for her to win. Uh, Zveta can be streaky and, you know, all that. So, and Venus, you know, at some point she's, her tennis is going to be better. I don't know if it's going to be this tournament, but at some right. point. So and she'll have the home crowd too. So right, they have really she'll fight. She'll fight her. to the death. She, I'll tell you that much. We know that she's gonna she'll, fight. She's gonna be out. She'll there. fight her ass off. She might be wrapped up like a mummy, but she's gonna fight. Yep. Um. Mm-hmm. Serena's opener isn't that bad versus Lynette. I thought they had played before, but the WTA website says they haven't. Hmm. Um. Muguruza versus. Zhang Shui is a first round match, which uh, people are probably going to be asking why I'm mentioning that. Um, they have a one and one head to head. Both of the matches were last year, and uh, Muguruza is two and three since the French Open, with one match since Wimbledon, and it was a loss. So that's Damn. why it's interesting because sis is not looking good going into the U.S. Open. She um, seated twelve. I had I hadn't realized she'd fallen that low. Yeah, well, I mean, when you you know fall super duper goddamn early and don't defend your Wimbledon title, and that's all you had to your name. That's what happens to your ranking. Yeah. Um, and then she was also defending Cincy, right? Then she like so that I mean it just wasn't good. Um, yeah, but also like. I feel like we've seen this from her before because, like, every year, like, she fails to defend the slam she won the year before. And then, like, sometime later in the year when nobody has their honor anymore because she's been playing like shit, she just pops up and beats everybody's ass. So, Mm -hmm. eh, I mean, it's a toss-up. Who knows? Pliskova in this section, too. Oh, angry white Pliskova, yes. I forgot. Yeah, she, she gets Diaz in round one. I don't think Pushkova's been playing all that great either. She would get Sakari in round three. Who's been playing pretty well. I don't remember if I like picked her or not. I did. Ash Barty is up here too. Should be Muguruza's third round. Safarova's here. We gotta mention Safarova says is uh Where has she been? Is she injured? Uh, I think she was for a while, but I feel like she's been back most of this year, if not all of it. Oh, wow. My um, bad. I don't know. So, we'll see. I think she just, sometimes she takes her a while to catch steam again. Um, Pavs is here in this section, but she ain't gonna do shit against Hollick, so. Um... Yeah, she played Holla pretty tough in Canada, I think it was. Lost in three sets. She's like 0-7 against Holla now. I looked, okay, so I was looking uh, at Sakari versus Asia Muhammad first round, and I thought Asia Muhammad was like way younger than that. Oh, yeah, nah, she's been around for a while. Wow, well, there you go. Yeah, she turned pro in 07. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, the next section is belongs to Sloane Stevens. 
she opens versus Rodina. Uh, this is a cute section for Sloane, I think, in my opinion. I agree. Um, yeah. So Azarenka is here. She could have... Well, she has Kuzmova first round, which she really shouldn't lose to that girl. So she could see Sloane potentially third round. Um, but she would also likely have to beat Gavrilova in the second round, which I don't know based on form. I just don't know. But both of, neither one of them are playing particularly well. I don't know how Gavrilova is actually seated 25 because she hasn't really done anything. I'm glad that Renka got a wild card. I'll say that. Seriously, yes. I was, yes. I was a little bit nervous. Yeah. Um, Mertens, Gurgis, Agarawanska, and Zvitalina are also all in this section. I don't know what to make of Aga for real, for real. Uh, like she could get, she could get Spitalina. She could, if she make it, okay. if she makes it through her first round, she could get Spitalina in round two. And I mean, I could see, I could see Aga taking taking out Spitalina because you know, anything can happen with that woman. When you asked that, I thought you were talking about her face. Um, oh, see. <laughs> yeah, no, you I. Know, <laughs> I saw a video. I saw a video that the WTA posted, and her face looks like it's like coming down a little bit, like it's you know going back to normal. Like yeah. Botox is kind of wearing off. Okay, good. Cause ooh, cause before Wimbledon, ooh, ooh, <laughs> she yeah, like a blow up doll. <laughs> yeah, new face, new teeth. <laughs> oh God. Um, well, yeah, but I do agree about what you said with her draw. Like she very well. We know Svitolina does not perform well at majors, and right. she very well could take out Svitolina, and then, you know, like, if she did that, it actually wouldn't be a terrible section for her either, so. Right. Um, and she, you know, she knows how to make the latter rounds of a major, unlike a lot of these other girls. Um, I don't know, anything else in that section, that quarter? Uh... Oh, Sasha yeah. Vickery plays Svitolina first round. Oh, who cares? Well, there you go. Look, they, the U.S. Open posted that match as a popcorn match. I'm like, for what? Like, who gives a fuck? Like, who's watching that? I mean, nobody's watching it at all. Because, ugh. Seriously, like, if you're calling it popcorn because Spitalina can lose to anybody, then, I mean, I guess. Yeah. But, Cause I mean, it's, Vickery, it's, she ain't... It's winnable for Vickery. But like, Vickery she hasn't... Like, she ain't done win. shit since, like, yeah. Indian Wells, I think it was. Like, Indian Wells when she, you know, got those couple nice wins, right? Yes. Or was it... Miami. No, it was Andy Wells because then she complained about not getting a walk car from Miami. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Poor girl. <laughs> um, the next quarter belongs to Angelique Kerber. Uh, she opens versus Gasparian. I think that's how you say that. Yeah, Gasparian. Um, and she could see Cornet second round. So that, that, now that is popcorn. Okay? Yeah. For sure. Um, Kerber has a winning head-to-head versus most of the girls in the section. So, I mean... Uh, um, the big first round everybody was, you know, licking their chops at <laughs> is, is Patty Schneider versus the Doper. Um, first of all, I want to say welcome back, Patty Schneider. Please stay away from Serena. Thank you so much, girl. Um... <laughs> 
I, but okay, so I looked it up because I had to, and um, Doper has a seven and one head to head versus Patty Schneider. Uh, they haven't played, of course, in 10 years, but uh, Schneider's lone win was 13 years ago in Rome on clay, back when Doper called herself a cow on clay. So um, I'm actually not thinking this is popcorn at all. I mean, it could be, like, it could be because we know, like, the Doper isn't playing that well and... You know, Pettish need to qualified or whatever, but like, I don't know. Eh. Yeah, I see Sheriff over getting to that third round with Ostapenko. For sure. And of course, do we see Ostapenko getting there? That's the cool. Because she gets Petrovich in round one. She could definitely take her out. Asta hasn't been, uh, I mean, she's still young, so I'm giving her time because I like her. But she hasn't been playing particularly well. Um,. Garcia versus Conta. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That, that should be quality. Conta has the head-to-head edge there. Oh, really? Uh, but like one match or something. Garcia better beat her ass. I sure as hell hope so. Um, yeah. That's what. That's just what needs to happen. Um, Keys is also in this section. Never know about her. She's last year's finalist, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she better hope she does well. She'll get Kerber in round four. I think she just beat Kerber like last week. She did. Kerber still has the edge in the head to head, but she did. Yeah, like this is Key's like first win over Kerber since like Eastbourne. Yeah. Like what was that, 2013 or something? Don't ask me, because I know I didn't watch. Um. Yeah. That's it. Uh. I think Van no, not even. Okay. <laughs> um, so the last well, she's a, well, Coco Vandeweghe is a semifinalist, right? She sent me the semifinals last year. Yes, she so did. she's defended semifinal points, and she has not been playing particularly well at all. And she gets Flipkins in round one. So, and she's seeded twenty four, so her ranking has already taken a dive. She has a good head-to-head record versus Flipkins, though. I was waiting. For, I was I, at first. I said, "Ooh, Flipkins, fuck her up!" And then I looked at the head-to-head, and mm-mm. yeah, we'll see. With Vandway playing like shit, she would get keys in round three, and they were the, they played the semifinal against each other last year, right? Yes, they did. Damn, because we know what the other one was. Trigger, trigger, trigger. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the last quarter is uh, Caroline Wozniacki. Uh, no shade, but I really feel like I haven't seen Carol since Melbourne. Like, I I cannot remember seeing her play another match this year. Hmm. Wozniacki, Wozniacki. No. No, I don't think she... I was, I was thinking, like, maybe did she do well in Paris, but... I was thinking that I thought she was going to do well in Paris, <laughs> but she didn't do very well at all. Well, um, she opens versus Samantha Stoja, so danger, danger. Mm. Um, it's a good section for somebody, not Wozniacki, but somebody. Burton's is here, and, you know, she's playing pretty well, so I think I see her getting through this, coming out into that quarterfinal, maybe um, against uh, Kvitova. I agree. And Petra did. She made the quarters last year, so. 
Oh, she did. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, lost to Venus in a really good match. That was a good match, man. It was right. Um, Buzonescu is here, but um, she had an ankle injury. No, but so, yeah, she kind of fell off. Like she hasn't really been yeah, keeping it up just, since. Her ankle did not look good when she rolled it or whatever, and I don't know. I forgot if they said it was like a sprain or what. Um, so I was actually kind of surprised that she was playing, but so obviously it wasn't that bad, but. I don't know. Um, Osaka is also here in this section. We mentioned Burton's and Kavitova. Um, I'm a little bit disappointed with Naomi's summer. Yeah. Um, she talked about it too. She made a, she made a post about that on um, I think it was on Instagram where she said she she felt like she had a lot of pressure going into the hard courts because mm-hmm. everybody was expecting her to to play well oh, because yeah. of Indian Wells. And I was one of those people. I was expecting her to to do something on the hard yeah. courts too. And um, she said she finally you know feels like she's having having a better time on court. So hopefully she she steps into into New York playing a lot better. That, I mean, yeah, I, I hope so. And then this is this like is the workable too, so it's important, right? And, and this is this. I think this is workable for her at least until the round of sixteen, where she would probably get rid of her. Well, Sabalenka is there, and she's playing pretty well too. But I think people are giving her a whole lot. I mean, she made the semis in Montreal, I think, one of them, and then of course winning last week. Um, so. I don't know. She's got a first round versus Danielle Collins, who literally hasn't done anything since she beat Venus. So we ain't talking about that one either. Jesus Christ! Um, I mean, my that my was... mouth, my jaw is still on the ground. Um, oh, like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. well, didn't we talk about this last last time we did a we're show? We did. We did. I don't Yo, know why what the hell? Like, we gotta know. stop because yeah. I just can't. I can't even believe. You know what? Moving on. Yes. Exactly. Um. Mm. So, <laughs> uh, man, do you want to name your four semifinalists? My four semifinalists. All right, I made my picks already in my in the bracket pool, but I really don't even remember who I who I put in there. So I'm about to look at this real quick. Let me see. I'm gonna go. Okay, so I'm gonna say Kerber. Uh, in the semis against. Oh shit! I don't know. Maybe Burton's. I think Burton's might maneuver her way through there. So Kerber Burton's against. Okay, so next semi will be. Wait, can Kerber and Burton even meet in the semis? Am I yes. that? Yeah, that's okay. the same half. Okay. And. I don't know. Sloan might find her way in the semis again, for real, for real. Sloan versus Serena. Hmm. Okay, so we're currently twinning because those are exactly my four semifinalist picks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Kerber has a good draw. I cannot deny that. Burns is playing well. Sloan has a cute draw, and then like I'm not gonna bet against Serena ever, right? Ever. So, and it's crazy because you know they moved Serena's uh, seating because she's she's ranked like twenty, like what is she twenty five, twenty six or something yeah, like that, somewhere around there. 
and they moved her seating up. And I guess they did that to try to like balance the door, but I kind of feel like it fucked everything up because that first section right there is yeah, kind of loaded. It's, they should have just left it. I thought they were going to leave it. Like they didn't, when she was, she was seated in 2011 and they just left it. She was like 23 or whatever. Like, just leave it. Just leave it there. I don't, I don't know. Like, I would have understand, understood if, you know, we had made the Wimbledon final and all that and then she didn't like, she was going to be outside the seatings. But like, 25, she's fine. Just, I don't know. Yeah, because like, um, she would have like, with the with that 20-something seating, she would have faced, who she got? She would have got, Okay, so she probably got like top four in round three, right? E, uh, yeah, yeah, I would think so, or at least top. But in, but instead, she gets top four in round four. Like it's not that much of a difference. It's really not. She would have so been they, like they, where like Gavrilova is. Yeah, they could have left her alone. And so but, that would have been an, if she had been where Gavrilova was. That would have been an easy win over Vika. God damn it. <laughs> But then she would got Sloan, so we don't need Sloan in the third round. Yeah, it is what it is. She'll, she'll do what she got to do. I think so. I do think so. Um, yeah, that's all I got. I don't. On the women. That's it. Um, yeah. The man, of course, Rafael Nadal. Number one seed. Uh, um, so, David Ferrer's final U.S. Open match will likely be a loss to the man who's almost always been there to best him at every turn. So, <laughs> so fucked up. Wow, at that. Um, Kachanov, Edmund, team, all in this section. Uh, as well as Kevin Anderson, there could be a possible rematch of last year's final in the quarterfinals. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. And it wouldn't surprise me either. They're both playing very well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have much to say about that section. Chapeau gets to play his buddy Felix in round one. Damn. That's kind of fucked up. Ryan Harrison, the unlucky ass, draws another top seed in the first round. Faster. Dominic Team, I don't expect him to do anything at all. Nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Seriously, like I feel like he might make it to the to third round at least. And if he does that, he's not getting past the fourth round. Uh, I see Rafa making his way through this. Jack Sock is probably not gonna get out of the first round. That guy has been losing all year. No, he ain't won back-to-back matches since Paris. <laughs> Love last year. The Paris indoors, y'all. The Paris indoors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All that top spin he wore out there in the doubles alley just losing. Yeah, that's that's pretty, that's pretty light right there. Uh, the yeah. next the next section belongs to Juan Martin del Potro. Uh, he opens versus Donald Young. Um, so there's a little bit of eyes on the wrist a little bit because of the injury this summer. I don't think it's that bad, but still, you know, keep an eye on it. Um, but Donald Young ain't going to test it, so I don't see anything happening in this first Right. Round. Yeah. Um, we got Andy Murray here opening against Duckworth. Woo! Um, if there was 
a better first round for Andy Murray. I don't know what it is. That dude is ranked lower than Andy Murray. He's ranked <laughs> 445, y'all. Uh, I, I mean, that couldn't be a better first round. Uh, but the second round might be tricky because uh, Feli Lopez and Verdasco play first round. Yeah. Um, and I was surprised to see that Lopez was actually up in that head-to-head 5-4, to four, including the U.S. Open last year. Oh, wow. Um, but the winner of that match would face the winner of Murray Duckworth, which better be Andy. Um, and then the winner of that second round would most likely get the Poltron in the third round. So, you know, super easy section. Yeah. And we got CC Plus down here as well. He would yes. be the round of 16 for the Poltron. Um, he's if he can got... get through George, George would be his third round. Well, I was going to say if he can get through Roberto in the first round, that's a qualifying Roberto. That's going to be tricky and never played before. Ain't nobody worried about his old ass. I mean, he can just get a lot of stuff back. So, you know, I mean, I'm not saying he's great or anything like that, but it could be it could be a match. Could be. I think um, stuff will get through him. But, yeah, and then George, uh, he opens versus Florian Meyer. So, super winnable. He better win. Um, Brionich is in this section and then of course at the bottom of the quarter for the second major in a row is <laughs> Grigor versus Stan uh, I don't think it's going to be good but I think it's going to be a good mess yeah I, I don't know who's coming out on top of that one for real like I don't, I don't know who I pick I, Stan, start, Stan started to play a little bit better Grigor hasn't really looked great all you know all season, but he's he's starting to play you know a little bit better too, I think. But I don't know. I mean, I'm just going with Stan based on the fact that um, he beat him at Wimbledon, and that was like Grigor's best chance right there. So that's what I'm going with. I think Stan is playing better. He's had better losses this summer. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he's actually, you know, done well at the U.S. Open, having won it before, <laughs> so. You got Isner here, too, the number 11 seed. Oh, yeah, I was just going to skip right on past that. I guess he'll make this round of 16, maybe. I don't know. Is he still playing well? Who? Isn't it? I hope not. I think he won Atlanta or something. I didn't watch that shit. Uh, I haven't watched him play since Wimbledon. I had enough in that semifinal. He's got Bradley Clown first round, so that's he's gonna get through that. Um, I hope he loses somewhere before the fourth round. I I don't want to see him play Milos or Stan or Jesus uh, Christ. That round at round of 16, that would just be torture. So I just don't want it. I hope he loses. Bottom half. Whoo! Uh, this quarter belongs to Alexander Zverev. He opens versus Peter Polanski. Um, all I ask for from Sasha is reasonable score lines and no unnecessary five setters. That's all I want. From you. That's all. 
That's all I want from you. That's it. It's gonna be a mess. <laughs> he gets he gets he plays Polanski in round one. Polanski has entered every slam this year as a lucky loser. Every single one. Wow. Wow. Zverev better finish him quickly. But we can't we can't waste another good Adidas kit, Sasha. We just can't. He, I don't I, don't, I just I don't I don't know. Like you look at his draw and you feel like you can bank on him because his draw all, almost always is winnable for him. It's you would think. always it's always but a good draw. He but. gets in these slams and he's they for whatever reason he's like mental lapses or whatever is happening, he's playing five setters and next thing you know, he's out and I don't have time. Like nobody here should beat him. At least not until the round of sixteen. It's Seriously, very, like I could see, like, I could see him losing to Nisha Corey, maybe, but you he know, like not. he just beat him, didn't he? But he got Polanski, Besley, Cole Schreiber. Like you shouldn't be losing to none of these dudes. Like I'm fed up. Ugh. I just I hope he takes advantage. I hope he's I hope that the the French Open whatever making you know the latter rounds. I hope that. Has gotten him over this hump because I, I just can't. Yeah, I, I was hoping the same thing at Wimbledon, but uh, he lost in like he was, round three or something. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't think he was going to do it back to back. He was that, a little taped up, wasn't he? He was injured. Yeah, and that, a took, bit. That, that French Open, that effort took a lot out of him. So it he really did. Even more than physically, emotionally, too. So I just knew he was going to do it back to back. Poor kid. Um,. Philip Krajanovich, we mentioned Ishikori, Diego Schwartzman, David Goffin, your boy. Let's um, go. Marco Cecchinato and Martin Cilic are all in this section. Cecchinato ain't done shit since Paris, has he? No. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Tiafo gets fucking Manorino in round one. Winnable, but I was it's really mad winnable. seeing him. Really mad seeing him have to play a seed in round one because he's ranked like thirty. Tiafo was ranked like thirty seven. Right yeah, he's right outside like the seed. Thirty seven, like thirty eight, something like that. So he was, he was close. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but you know, still better than last year's first round. So. Mm. Oh yeah. Even though he should have won that fucking match. God damn it. But you know what? I'm not gonna get hung up on it. Uh. Ooh, that's all the notes I have. I mean, Martin should do something, but we'll see. Alex Deminar. He wait. He was in the what the DC final, right against Varev? Yes, I think. I hope he plays. You know, plays well. Hope he loses to Tiafo in round two, but you know, I hope he plays well. I like to see these, these younger guys like start to make a fucking push. Like I'm sick and tired of watching all these old people. I'm tired of it. For real, for real. Uh, Gail Monfils is here. Mm. Yeah, you might check on him. Yeah, that's it. Garcia Lopez. Pass. Yeah. Uh, the last quarter belongs to one Roger Federer. He opens versus Nishioka. Um, I know a lot of people's eyes floated to that possible third round versus Nick, Kyrgios. 
Um, Nick uh, stays losing final set tiebreakers to Roger Federer, and of course the U.S. Open has a final set tiebreak. <laughs> um, he hasn't beaten him in three years since that first time they played in Madrid or wherever it was in 2015. And uh, Nick also had his knees wrapped up all summer. Uh, he hasn't looked great in terms of movement or health. Um, Roger hasn't looked his best, but, I mean, he often doesn't need it. So, you know. But then also, like, Nick could very well lose before the third round because you just never know. Right. Chung is up here as well. Chung. I want better for him. Me too. He's he's been dealing with like injuries or whatever. So I I, I don't know. Hopefully hope hopefully he he's playing well. A couple and, of rounds though here. Yeah, and I hope um he can really be ready for the Asian swing because I really want to see these young Asian players make a move over That'd there. Nice. That'd be nice. Seriously, like don't stop stop making tennis look foolish for moving so much over there. Fonini is here with his rude ass. Um, Michael Moe in round one. Corona Busta is here. Semifinalist last year. At the U.S. Open? Yep. Yep, he lost to Anderson. Wow. I had no idea. Um. <laughs> well, he's in danger now. <laughs> yeah, I hope, I hope he gets it together. He would get if he if he can make it through his you know through his rounds. He would get Djokovic in round four. So, you know, all year I've been wondering why he was ranked so high. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, yeah, Novak is here at the top of the quarter, and I think his draw is cute. Yeah. So. Uh, even if I'm he was, a, I mean, he won Cincinnati and didn't really even play that well, so. I'm picking him to make the final out of this bottom half. Yeah, pretty sure that's what's going to happen. So, your four semifinalists. Djokovic. And Chilich. And... Okay, so Djokovic versus Chelsea, and then see, I don't know, I don't know if I, I can't, I feel like I can't really bank on Del Potro because I'm not sure where he is, you know, health wise, like his wrist and everything. And my heart just wants to put Cece Plus in the semifinals just because I really want, I really want him to do well because he's been playing, he's been playing pretty well, and I really want him to make a really big move. But. I don't know. I think I'm gonna just. I think I'm gonna just. You know, kind of go play safe and and go Del Potro, and stand in the quarterfinals, and then, I think the winner of that. Um, would have a good shot at making the final because I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a hundred percent sure if I think Rafa is gonna repeat this final. Like I think he has a really good draw, but I feel. I just feel like in my spirit, I feel like something's about to go wrong. Like, I don't see him losing to Anderson, though. Like, if Rafa's going to lose, he's going to lose in the semis. But 
he's my favorite. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick against him. So I'm gonna pick Rafa for the final. Rafa versus Djokovic. With Djokovic destroying my boy. Oh my goodness. And that's coming from a Rafa saying. See I'm already okay. sad about it. Well, I'm about to make you look real bad. Okay. <laughs> so I have Rafa versus Rayonich in the semis. Cause I'm not banking on Delpo, Andy, Chorich, none of them hoes. I'm going with Milos Raonic. Then, then I have Alexander Zverev and Novak Djokovic. And then <laughs> I have Alexander Zverev beating Novak Djokovic, which is crazy. But then on the other half, it's not so crazy because I have Rafa in the final, and then I have him winning it. So, ooh. You got Rafa over Zverev in the final? Yep. I would really, really love that. And uh, that would be a great effort from Sasha. And then I see him getting his ass kicked in the final because nerves. I would love that. That would be great. But watch watch Isner fuck around and blast his way through this thing. I'm probably very, very wrong. I I don't. Well, the thing is, I think I'm wrong about the other finalists. What I don't think I'm wrong about is Rafa winning this because I think he's got the best draw. Yeah. He kind of, he played it smart this uh, U.S. Open series, his scheduling and everything. Yep. He's gonna be fresh. Which kind of yeah, kind of surprised me because you know he te- he tends to Rafa tends to overplay. overplay. Like yes. he, he feel like he feels Absolutely. like he needs All matches. Time. You know matches mm-hmm. matches matches. But I think he's finally realizing that he doesn't need to have three tournaments under his belt going into a slam or whatever. So, um, you know, I think I, I actually I think hope this. This whole season, he's been pretty good about that because taking off the the spring hard courts, I think that was smart too. And yep. then he just had that extraordinary play season, mm-hmm. and then you know does well at Wimbledon, and then you know because he pulled out of those grass warm ups. Yeah, so he I pulled th- out those grass warm ups. Did very well at Wimbledon for the first time in years. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you might be right. Yeah, I think doing that the, the spring hard courts, taking those off, I think that helped him. Like, maybe it was a little bit of an experiment for him. Like, let's see if it works this way and I don't have to play these. And now, like, he's kind of figured out, wait a minute, I ain't got to play every goddamn week leading in. Like, I can, you know, I can take some time off, too. And, like, he's going to be fresh. He's going to be confident. This is a really good year for him. He's clearly number one. So, I mean, yeah. I think it's going to be a good job. We'll see. You know, I hope he, I hope he keeps this up uh, going into next year. Like I don't see I don't see him taking both Indian Wells and Miami off again next year because he had that uh, that like the hip injury and everything after Australia. So right. that was part of the reason why he sat out for so long. But I don't I think he'll skip out on the stuff in February. Um, and I think he'll he'll play Indian Wells or Miami. I'm not sure if he'll do both of them. Like I think he might he might skip one like the way Federer used to. And uh, so he can try to like be be a bit more fresh for the for the clay. So yeah, we'll see. But you know, it, you might you might be right. I think you know, Rafa Rafa could he might he might do it he might do it again because he definitely has uh, managed himself a lot better than in the past. I mean. I, you know, I'm a Rafa fan, but I'm not a Stan, so I would always rather see, like, somebody young come up and blast their way through a draw. Uh, 
on the men's side just because like I'm just tired of the same old people winning and everything. But um you know, I would also just like maybe if Rafa did repeat it would be cool because it would be a repeat somewhere that's not Roland Garros. Right. No shade. So um yeah. But we'll see. I don't know. The men are usually way more predictable. So yeah, try try to pick. You try to pick against the favorites, but they always tend to push their way through. I just hope they have a good tournament for once. Because it should like be a boring. good overall tournament. Yeah, I mean, it's just boring. And I'm still not gonna pay attention until like the round of sixteen. These early round best of five matches be boring as hell. I can't do it. I can't, and then I like I got to get up for work, and then be at work, and like, I mean, like I'll go, I'll be at lunch and the match is going on, and then I get off from work, you know, four hours later, and the same match is still on. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm tired of it. Uh, I just but yeah, but then, you know they trying to they trying to speed up the game with their new shot clocks and shit. The shot, they should have taken away let cords on the serve. That shit is dumb. Damn shot clock. Speed up the court and then talk to me. I heard some no Brad Gilbert the other week said something about they need to slow and and he was it was during the Cincy final, I think, and they were talking about how fast uh the players were saying Cincy the Cincy court was playing. And he said something about slowing down the courts. The way I cussed, I just If they slow these courts down anymore. It's just gonna be uh, a clay season all year. Ugh. I can't take it. I really can't. I, I don't know why he something like that would come out of his mouth. And that's somebody who played in the 80s and 90s with the fast courts. I don't know. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. I don't know why anybody would call for more slow courts. Like, that's all we got all goddamn year is slow courts. Yeah, just too much. Well, we're moving on to the uh, power rankings, I guess. Um, I guess women first. I have uh, I have Hollip at number one, of course. And then I have Sloan at number two. Burton's at number three. And then I kind of just bullshit on the last two because I don't know after those three. So I picked uh, Kvitova for number four and Sabalenka for number five. I agree with that top five, except I'll switch Kavitova and Sabalenka. Okay. Definitely. I think Holop only, she, she won like one t- tournament during the U.S. Open Series, I think, but, you know, she's been a, she's been a pretty, the, you know, solid. And the other one, yeah. Yeah, pretty, pretty solid in her little number one spot. She's playing all right. Sloan made, made a final. Looks like she's uh getting herself in the gear a bit to defend her U.S. Open title. And uh, Burton's is also looking pretty good. Seriously, like Kuznetsova won D.C., I think, but, you know, that was that was a while ago. It barely counts. It was, yeah. 
on the men, I have Rafa at number one and Djokovic at number two. So I was going back and forth with these two for a little while, and I wanted to put Djokovic at one just because he's had, well, he won Wimbledon and Cincy. So, like, those two titles together are more recent than Rafa with Toronto and Roland Garros, if that makes right. sense. But then also, like, I feel like, Rafa played far better tennis in Toronto than Djokovic did in Cincy, so that's why I ended up with Rafa at one and Djokovic at two. Then I followed it up with Zverev at three because he was the other tournament winner during this year's Open Series, uh, having won in Washington and defended that title. Uh, Tsitsipas at number four, and then Roger at number five. I went back and forth with those two, but then I picked Tsitsipas because I feel like he played a better final against Rafa than Roger played against Novak. I don't know. There's my reason. And I'm going to agree with you because I did not do this part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to agree with you. Like I definitely I definitely would put uh Steph in there somewhere for, for sure because he he seems to be coming into his his own a bit. Like um, on these hardcores he played very well. Got some quality scouts in Canada. Let me see who he could take out. He took out, I think he beat uh, three or four top ten players in a row at one point. Four. Yeah, he beat four in a row. Yeah, he took out uh, Team. Then he took out Djokovic. Oh, wow, I forgot about the Djokovic win. Then he took out Varev yeah. in the quarters. And Kevin Anderson in the semis. Mm-hmm. And he lost to Rafa. Steph has made two finals this year, both of them against Rafa. Poor kid. That sucks. But, um, yeah, I'm liking where he's headed. Uh, ranked, I think he's ranked 15 now. Seated 15 too. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to seeing where he goes here. Same. I don't think it'll be very far, but I'm looking forward right. to it. Oh my gosh. Like, I just feel it in my soul. Like he's, it's just about to be disappointing. Yeah. Well, you got anything else? Nope. Yeah, there you go. Oh, okay. Uh, we are still under an hour. I'm so proud. Look at us. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, that last episode was like two hours or something. So, oh, um, God. Yeah, so follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at Hold Your Ponytails. And then my personal social media is at Hey City Baby. I'm at I Am Nose. Um, you can also follow us on SoundCloud and YouTube at Yeah We Said It. Uh, please, please, please rate and subscribe on iTunes. That's super important to us. We're at Yeah We Said It. Uh, you can also find us on Spotify at Yeah We Said It. Um, did I forget anything? Nah, that's about it. Keep an eye on social media, guys. Yes, absolutely. Keep an eye on social media, particularly Twitter. Yeah, do that. All right, well, uh, happy U.S. Open Eve to everybody. And uh, I hope this is a great tournament, and I hope that I'm seeing Serena and her 2-2 holding the trophy in two weeks. Please, please, please. Uh, But until next time, we'll see y'all. Peace out. Peace.